So is that the first midnight showing you've done in a while? That's the first midnight premiere I have been to since 2012. Yeah, the beauty of of these uh, of these movies these days is like they're turning the uh, the the premiere like the first showing back farther and farther so that really like you can go to a 6 p.m. show. I know I got so spoiled. No, but I mean, if you want to see it and just avoid all spoilers, then this is the way to do it. Yeah. For this particular well, one. It's always hard with those 4th of July yeah. weeks. I, I recommend trying to be as unspoiled as possible because I think the most casual among us know that there's going to be some sort of twist just based on who th- who's in this film. But... Yeah. Uh there were still there's still lots of goodies in this one. Um there were still a lot of things I didn't expect and even the things where they have like classically gone into a com- uh, a comic book character I they kind of messed with me a little bit with that cuz I mean well let's start spoilers full spoilers. Yeah. I I would say um, if I'm going to do one non-spoiler comment it's okay. uh just you know, see this if you uh, enjoyed Endgame. If you're a fan of this universe, I think there's a lot here for you, and it's a it's a fun summer movie. So go see yeah. it, and then we'll I be was... right here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then and then come have a have a listen. I think it was a, it was a thoroughly enjoyable film. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um. All right. So full spoilers now. Uh, I did like the changes they made uh, to Quentin Beck. Very organic. Worked really well. It worked really well. Because, like, wh- I mean, so how they've been playing it, like, it was, you know, it's pretty true to form. But then they did this whole, I was from this alternate world and all of this stuff. And I was like, well, how are they going to, like, even deal with that in, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Like, I, I kind of had to, like, roll my eyes a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. But then the fact that, it was it was a lie <laughs> was great um but i did like his ac- backstory cuz he he's a stunt man in the comics like he's he's like really good at pyrotechnics and stuff but like he's a stunt yeah, man yeah like special right. e- special effects and stunt work yeah, yeah special effects and stunt work that that was it um uh cuz i remember like i cuz mysterio's costume is very memorable yeah and so I, I feel bad to say this, but like I a lot of my comic book viewing when I was younger was like friends comic mm-hmm. books. So it was sort of like a, a group hang kind of thing. Everyone looks through them. And so I definitely didn't have a linear education. Mm-hmm. And so there are certain characters that pop up that I'm like, oh, OK. And I they don't like ring a bell until I start like listening to the backstory of them and I'm like oh it's it's this this one, but Mysterio is a very memorable Spider-Man villain in my opinion, because it, just the the costume in general. Yeah. And I remember thinking it was kind of cool that he was like basically everything was mm-hmm. fake. But I loved the rationale for this as to why he was doing this and then also like that uh, like that rather than like being a the bad villain he was really just making something up to become the ultimate avenger which was fun no i mean they they have the advantage now of like you could assign somebody 
to write a Marvel movie and be like, hey, go back and watch a bunch of Marvel movies and see if there's any characters you want to pull from or ideas from previous movies you think we could make something cool with. This feels like a really good use of all the fertile ground of just there's a lot of story. There's just a lot of story that has happened at this point. Maybe not story that has moved things ahead at a breakneck speed, but still a lot of characters, a lot of instances, and using the technology from Civil War and show getting the actual guy from Iron Man 1 that Jeff Bridges yelled at and bringing him back. I was like, what? The deep, deep, deep cut. Oh, yeah. I loved that. And then, I mean, like there were some great things. And I mean, I was, I was debating. I love seeing uh, J.K. Simmons. Like, I love seeing mm-hmm. him. And it was, like, very happy for me in one way but then another way i was like i'm not sure i'm okay with him coming back yeah i mean it's um, it's fan servicey as all get out but i think if any if there was anything any to be fan yeah, about he, that's that's a, yeah i mean jk simmons is really hard to displease people like and i think that's the thing is maybe the fan service element which it, initially of course i was like <gasps> and then i was like oh but do i like mm-hmm. that and so that was that was my uh, my process with that. But yeah, and I I love the oh my god those end credit scenes. Yeah. Like I feel like the two of the most like it, it, in their own ways monumental credit scenes. Yeah, I mean, because even the second one, like it felt important. Yes. I I don't know what the setup's going to be off of the second one, aside from maybe actually calling it sword and having the you know the spacey version of shield um but the first one i i lost my mind over i was like man they're gonna blow his secret identity this early on into his career that's that's ballsy um but then additionally i think reimagining j jonah jameson as an alex jones type yeah that was that fun. Was I did like that it really wasn't the, uh, J. Jonah Jameson that we came to love in in the OG Spider-Man yeah. series. Um, that can just be its own thing. And I'm, I, you know, I to this day, I, if somebody's like, hey, do you want to watch Spider-Man 2? I'll be like, absolutely. Oh, dude. Offered Melina. No other. I did. I recognize Marvel has a villain problem, but I actually really liked the majority of the situation with the villain in this one. Oh, absolutely. The the curse of the yeah. villain problem is just that they kill him at the end. Yeah, no, true. Um, but I liked that he kind of came back and he had his last his last mm-hmm. laugh. But yeah, no, I definitely, I really liked that. No, he was vindictive and calculating and exacting and uh, a little unhinged. And... Mm-hmm. Which you can really tell in that scene where they're, like, choreographing. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's such a good scene. And just... Oh, it's so good. And you get to see, like, the level of obsession he has, which I really loved because that actually felt very comic booky to me. It didn't feel like... It was like, oh, this is to to bring plot. I, I just really enjoyed the character development in that and the character development between this group of people. Yeah. I think there's... 
a little bit of a slow burn with this. Like when he's playing nice guy Mysterio, it, I don't know. It, he's either not a good enough bad actor or not a, there's not, there's not enough of that menace just ever so slightly coming through. I don't know. There was something about it that was too normal. I mean, like you definitely, you're, you're yeah. just suspicious yeah. of him. Like, and I think that in a way like that was them trying to maybe, so it wasn't, I think that that might have been an intentional choice so we wouldn't get super upset when it was like, oh, yeah. Like, for people who didn't mm-hmm. expect this to happen. Right. I feel like it was their way of being like, yeah, no, there's something did seem up. Right. And I so. think um, it's a good reimagining of the character. It's, it's a good use of him. And it, it allowed for, honestly some pretty fucking spectacular visuals with the illusion scenes. Oh yeah. Those were so cool. They were really cool. So Dan, what was your favorite thing? What was your least favorite thing? Um, my favorite, uh, my favorite character was probably, um, 